Hi, it's Pete Norstead here and welcome to week 18 of the Trade on Sports and Focused on Football betting podcast. As usual, I'm joined by Jimmy Kempton. How are you doing, Jimmy? Yeah, brilliant. Thanks, Pete. Got a little bit of cabin fever because it's not stopped raining here in Lincoln for about three days and I've hardly been out of the house. Yeah, it's it's terrible. I can't, I've, I've never known whether, especially the rain, it's just yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. At least we know, though, these days of these modern pitches and the way they're kept in such good condition, it shouldn't affect uh, the games much. But in the old days, Pete, remember the baseball game? Oh, yes. We'd be playing till March, yeah, wouldn't yeah, we? Yeah, it's unbelievable. Right, anyway, let's start with uh, Everton-Arsenal. Uh, recent head-to-head, Everton have won 2-2, Arsenal won 2 there's been one draw. Everton at home to mid-table sides, 1-5, drawn three, lost two, coming off a one-all draw away at United. Arsenal away, uh, away at bottom half sides, 1-3, drawn 5, lost 2. Not a great uh, um, record. And they're coming off a 3-0 loss at home to City. Everton, they've won 8 of their last 12 home matches. However, some of these games were over last season. Arsenal just won one of their last nine Premier League matches. When bottom half sides host mid-table sides, there's been 143 matches this time of season over the last five seasons. 56 home wins, 46 draws, 41 away wins. Uh, you know, with management changes, etc., etc., I see no real value in the line, and this is a game I would certainly swerve. Yeah, well, when you talk about managerial changes, Pete, you're probably going to have Carlo Ancelotti sat in the stand next to Mikel Arteta. I mean, I'm not sure if Arteta's going to take charge tomorrow, do you know? No, I haven't got a clue. Yeah, I mean, and remember last week, folks, I said. I wondered what it was going to take to see Arsenal priced up at plus quarter of a goal away from home. Well, this line opened at scratch. And pretty soon the money came for the home side and you can get now Arsenal plus a quarter of a goal. Even at that level, plus a quarter of a goal, I can't take this Arsenal team here. We saw last weekend Ferguson, Duncan Ferguson, taking his jacket off, running up and down the touchline in just his shirt. Now that kind of passion, I know it's a bit simplistic to say it rubs off on the crowd, but Goodison Park, as we always say, is one of them grounds where the crowd can get into it the sort of enthusiasm of Ferguson on the sideline will probably get the locals revved up. I mean, I think it's going to be a really exciting game to watch. But from a betting perspective, with the goal line set at three, I would probably want it to be two and three quarters for me to take the over. So I'm going to pass this one completely. But I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to watching this game. Next up, we've got uh, Villa versus Southampton. Uh, recent head-to-heads, Villa have what not won. There's been one draw, Southampton won one. Villa, uh, their home record, me- mediocre really, but, but not too bad, I suppose. 1-3, drawn 2, lost 3, come off a 2-0 defeat away at Sheffield United. Sheffield United still doing well. Southampton away at promoted sides, 1-2, drawn 2, lost 6. And they're coming off uh, a 1-0 defeat at home to West Ham, which we, we both sort of predicted last week. Villa, they've lost their last three Premier League matches. Southampton lost four of their last eight away. Um Promoted at home to bottom six sides this time of season, uh, 22 matches, 13 home wins, six draws, three away wins. So it suggests that uh, Villa look at decent value and indeed my ratings suggesting uh, Villa are at decent value. The only problem is here, though, you're coming against the Southampton side who generally look better at, away from home than they are at home. And although the value is with Villa, I'm going to leave this one alone. Yeah, I mean, there's some money that's drip-fed into the market over the last couple of days on Southampton. We started the week with Villa minus a quarter goal favourite. It is tipping in between scratch and going back to that quarter goal sort of line at the moment. I mean, 
Over the past two seasons, Southampton have won six, drawn seven, lost five away from home against sides who finish in the bottom half of the table. Already this season, they've won at both Brighton and Sheffield United. And we can't really sort of discount the quality of that win at Bramall Lane, given the start that United have had to the campaign. But then if you flip it over, they've also lost at Burnley and Newcastle. So, you know, if you're wanting to back a team off scratch away at a Villa side who score goals, yet they've lost at Burnley and Newcastle, it's, it's a bit of a worry. And if you factor into it all, over the past five and a bit seasons, Southampton have only won three of 16 away to newly promoted sides. Admittedly, Sheffield United was one of those instances. Even receiving a quarter of a goal, as you were earlier in the week, Pete, I wasn't going to take Southampton. So now the line is hovering around that scratch level. I'm leaving it well alone. Yeah, so t- yeah, yeah I, I totally agree there. Yeah, I mean, well, interestingly on it as well, the goal line opened two and three quarters, and it's now at three. Um, I mean, I, that, that's another move that I can't really sort of understand either. So all in all, it's a game not to bet on. Uh, two of our our normal favourites here, Bournemouth against Burnley. Recent head-to-head sort of sums up the game, really. Bournemouth have won 1-1, Burnley have won 2. Home-to-mid-table size, Bournemouth's record's not bad. 1-5, drawn 3, lost 2, and they're coming off an excellent 1-0 victory away at Chelsea. Burnley away at mid-table size, 1-2, drawn 2, lost 6, coming off a 1-0 victory at home to Newcastle. Bournemouth, they've lost five of the last six Premier League matches. Obviously, they beat Chelsea last week, though. Burnley lost three of their last four away, so both sides in a little bit of mixed form. Mid-table against mid-table uh, this time of season over the last five seasons, 107 matches, 46 home wins, 33 draws, 28 away wins. Again, uh, my race is suggesting no value in the line, and, and you can't really trust either of these Bournemouth at home or Burnley away. Which line have you done this on? I've got quarter, minus a quarter. Yeah, I think it's just hitting scratch now, as we speak. Obviously, we're oh, both heavily, yeah. heavily favoured. And uh, this is one of those games where I, I did the stats, and at face value, these stats look really appealing to back in Bournemouth because they've gone 16, 12, and 6 at home against bottom half place teams. Whereas Burnley have gone 13, 12, and 20, so they've lost 20 of 45 and only drawn 12 on the road away at bottom half play sides. So at face value, Bournemouth are the side to take. But if you drill down into the more recent sort of elements of those stats, everything's favouring Burnley because Bournemouth haven't won any of, I think it's their last five in this spot. Burnley won beaten in their last five in this spot. So the direction of travel here is with Burnley. But now that line moves coming and taking it to scratch as opposed to a quarter of a goal in Burnley's favourite, that there's no way I can I can take Burnley because I would need to back a team like Burnley receiving a start. Interestingly, they've scored in 14 of the last 17 away games at bottom half teams, but we've seen Bournemouth shore up the defence this season. So when the line opened at two and three quarter goals, I did quite like the under a bit here. But again, it's trended against as it's down at two and a half now. So again, it's a complete pass for me, this one. Brian, Sheffield United next. Uh, quite a difficult one to assess this. Brighton out of tone to promote sides. 1-3, drawn two, lost one. Cough a one-all draw away at Palace where they played particularly well, I thought. Sheffield United away. They're unbeaten away. 1-2, drawn six, lost naught. They're coming off a 2-0 victory at home to Villa. Brighton lost just one of their last six home 
When mid-table have played promoted sides uh, this time of year in the last five seasons, they've won 21, there's been nine draws and there's been four away wins. My ratings are suggesting there's some very good value Sheffield United, but what I can't get out of my head is I think Brighton have played particularly well recently. They've been good at home and their two recent away performances at Palace and Arsenal have been relatively impressive. Sheffield United, though, have played well, but Although the value is with them, I, I'm, I'm not sure on this plus a quarter. I, I'm not sure they're going to get a, a point. I think Brighton might win this. Yeah, and, and I think we always have to apply that test that I like to use. If I'm backing a team plus quarter of a goal, I've got to think that the team can actually win the game outright. Now, I'm not saying that Sheffield United won't win the game outright or don't have the capability of doing so, but their away record They've won two, drawn six, lost none. So they clearly have a way of playing that keeps the game tight on their travels. They're hard to beat, obviously, because they've not lost at all, but they also struggle to convert games into, into victories. So on this line, the minus a quarter, the risk-reward, given the fact that Brighton have won half of their six games at home to newly promoted teams, they're 3-2-1 and one in this spot, is probably with Brighton. Now, I... <laughs> Personally, in my mind, I'm still thinking that Sheffield United aren't going to lose this game. But as people who've listened every week know, I've, I've decided to keep away from Sheffield United games now, Pete, because I know full well, as soon as I jump on the bandwagon, they're going to start losing. And yeah. I don't really want to do that to my all the Sheffield United yeah. listeners we've got out there. Um, I'd rather just keep swerving in Sheffield United games completely. I think the only thing, like you say, that puts me off, you don't see Sheffield United winning this game. No, and, and that's, that's no the, detriment to them and how yes. they play and their levels of performance. But from a betting perspective, yeah. you're probably better off just backing the draw outright, which you can probably get about um, nine to four. You know, if, if you think Sheffield United are going to avoid defeat, backing the draw is not the worst. Bet. No. Newcastle Palace next. Uh, Reese has Newcastle won two. There's been one draw. Palace have won one. A home to mid-table sides. Newcastle's records mixed. One five drawn, one lost four. Coming up a one nil defeat away at Burnley. Palace away at mid-table again mixed. One four drawn, one lost five. Cut off that one old draw at home to Brighton. Newcastle they are in some reasonable home form. They're unbeaten in seven at home. That's that's really good. However, Palace are unbeaten in four Premier League matches. So. Two informed sides, really. Mid-table against mid-table this time of season. 46 home wins, 33 draws, 28 away wins. Normally, it would be Palace plus a quarter, but there's no value in the line here. And again, I'm going to have to leave this one alone. Well, I don't disagree with you for swerving this one, Pete. I mean, when this when this game opened scratch earlier in the week, there was no way I was even going to think of betting either side here because I, I know what Roy Hodgson's like on the road. I think he can shut Newcastle down and stop them from scoring because although Newcastle have performed very well, they're seven games unbeaten at St James's Park. We do know their attacking force is limited. The one I think it's about 1.82 at the moment, Palace, plus a quarter of a goal. So even at those levels, you're not going to get huge amounts of reward for the risk that you're taking on. So, I mean, I'll, I'll take Roy Hodgson every day of the week over at a Steve Bruce-led side. But at some point, you have to apply that risk-reward sort of factor into it. And at these price levels, in a game that you probably think is going to be low-scoring and could be settled by a goal either way, and any time a game is low-scoring, you bring in extra added risk factors 
you know, of your team conceding a fluke goal or a poor refereeing decision. So, yeah, again, another one I'm going to leave alone, mate. Norwich Wolves next. Uh, Norwich's home record this season, one, two, draw, one, lost five. They come off a, a good one old draw away at Leicester. Wolves away at promoted sides, one naught drawn, one lost one. Come off a, a disappointing 2 1 victory, uh, sorry, defeat at home to Spurs. Norwich lost five of the last eight home. Wolves, they've only won two of their last nine away, and that, that's a little bit worrying. Promoted at home to top half sides, there's been 13 games this time of year. Home team three, draw four, away team six. Again, I see no value in the line, and and Wolves have let me down these last two weeks. They they they, they didn't beat Brighton when they really should have, and they failed to to hang on against uh, Tottenham last week. So I, I'm going to leave this one alone. If I was to to have a look at it, it would certainly be Wolves, but no. Yeah, and, and are Wolves good enough, Pete? Do you think to be favoured minus half a goal against anybody no. away from home? No, not by the the general stats, no. No, I mean. Again, I think regular listeners will know I'm going to be on the over here. It's two and three quarter goals. I love the over. Uh, let's have a look, though, first at the match stats. You're going back about the, the newly promoted signs record in recent games. It's an incredible, on this half a goal line, over the last five and a bit seasons, newly promoted teams against top half place teams, 79 and 79. Absolutely bang on 50% yeah. on this line. Yeah. Over two and a half goals is 80 to 78. But the key thing is that no no individual team fits a, the, the, the general trend. Norwich home games this season gone seven and one to the over two and a half goals. Six of those eight games have seen four or more goals. Yes, on both teams to scores landed in each of Wolves' last four away games and in eight of their last nine overall games. So I see both teams scoring in this game. We know that Norwich understand that their best way of retaining the Premier League status is to win these home games. They can't defend, so the only way they can do it is outscore teams. So, yeah, I'm loving the over two and three quarters here, Pete. The line's changed in this next one. When I did my stats, it was minus one and a quarter. It's now minus one and a half. Uh, City against Leicester. City have won four of the last five with Leicester winning one. Home to top six sides, City's record reads 1-7 drawn, 1 lost 2, with three matches being won by two or more goals. They're coming off a 3-0 victory away at Arsenal. Leicester away at top six sides, not great. 1-1 drawn, 2 lost 7, with four defeats by two or more. Coming from a one-all draw at home to Stoke. City been very up and down, really. They've lost two of their last five home matches. Leicester won eight of the line Premier League matches in good, some good form. Top six versus top six this time of year. 44 matches, 22 uh, home wins, 11 draws, 11 away wins, of which 12 have been won by two or more. The, my ratings were suggesting no value in the line initially, but I think there might be some small value back in Leicester here, but I'm, I, I'm not going to bet that. I agree with you, Pete, in terms of if I was going to bet this game, there is only one way I'd probably bet it on the match line, and that would be to take a little bit of Leicester, because as you say, Man City... I won't say that they'll become disinterested in the Premier League now, but they don't really have that much to play for. Against any team outside of the top six, they should easily breeze past enough of them to make you know, a top two or three place that their own. But it's hard to ignore the stats here that in Leicester win only one of the last 14 games away at the top six place <laughs> guards. So even receiving one and a half goals, 
back in Leicester isn't for the faint-hearted. We saw what City did to Arsenal in just a matter of minutes last Sunday at the Emirates. They destroyed Arsenal within about five minutes and then switched off for the rest of the game. And I was at the Etihad, I think it was two or three years ago now, when Man City hammered Leicester 5-1, when Leicester were actually in the game for, for large parts of that time. But bang, 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 there you go. Leicester lose and you lose your bet on them. And I think this is one of those games where Riyad Mahrez is going to clearly want to put on the show against his former employers. The goal line's at three. Uh, it might just be hitting three and a quarter. So if it sits at three, I wouldn't be averse to taking a bit of the over. But at three and a quarter and on that match line of one and a half, I'm going to pass. Another game where well, the line's been moving around, it's now... Plus a half, Watford against uh, Manchester United. Recent head-to-heads, Watford 1-1, Man United 1-3. Watford at home to top six sides, 1-3, draw nought, lost seven. Um, coming off a, a 2-0 defeat away at Liverpool. They played, which in the game, really, they, they played very well and they, they could have got something out of that, really. United away at bottom six sides, not brilliant. 1-5, drawn three, lost two, come for one old draw at home to Everton. Watford not one in 12 home matches. United only won two of their last 12 away. Um, bottom six at home to top six this time of year. Uh, 58 uh, matches, 12 home, eight draws, 38 away. Now with that line only being plus a half, um, I think there's some value back in United minus a half goal here. Well, I wouldn't dissuade anybody from taking a piece of United minus half a goal there. I, I don't think Watford are a very good side. They've chopped and changed their managers so much that their players seem to be in so much sort of disarray as, as to what they're doing. I'm a little bit disappointed that the goal line hasn't held at that two and three quarter level because I would have been really keen to take the under here. I mean, that's where it opened. And, and there's no surprises that it's trending down to two and a half because I'm not quite sure where Watford's goals are going to come from. They're clearly going to sit off and try and absorb some of the Man United pressure. And as you said, Pete, United's away form has been terrible in recent weeks and over the back end of last season. So they're going to be nervous going into this game. So I do see a really tight beginning. So United have scored, what is it, 10 times this season? Yeah. And Watford have only scored nine total goals in the 17 Premier League games. I'm really kicking myself. And this is one of those things, Pete, where you're wondering... I've missed the line move. I could have taken under two and three quarters. I still like it at two, under two and a half. But in my mind, I'm thinking I've missed the best value. Should I skip it? I think I probably am, but I might live to regret it because I think it'll be a low scoring game this one. Here's another match where the line has only just moved. Spurs against Chelsea, the big London derby. It's now scratch. Uh, recent head-to-head, Spurs have won three. There's been one draw and uh, Chelsea have won one. Spurs away at, uh, sorry, at home to top six sides. Bit mixed, 1-4, drawn two, lost four. Car for 2-1 victory away at Wolves. Chelsea away at top six sides. I'm surprised at this record. 1-0, drawn three, lost seven. Car for 1-0 defeat at home to Bournemouth. Spurs have won four of their last six home matches. But Chelsea lost four of their last five Premier League matches. Top six against top six, 44 matches, 22 home wins, 11 draws, 11 away wins. Here, the value is certainly with Tottenham Hotspur and that will be a play for me. Yeah, I'm going to have to, Pete. I mean, when I sent out Focused on Football last night to the subscribers, uh, my summing up of this game was uh, as follows. 
this line opened up a while ago at the scratch level. And to me, that was absolutely ridiculous. That was written when the line had moved to Spurs minus a quarter. So definitely now it's moved back to scratch. I'm going to have to take Tottenham here. Um, I think the goal line's quite interesting, set at three. At first, I looked at it and thought, this should be two and three quarters, really. But there's been 37 total goals in Chelsea's eight Premier League away games. Over two and a half goals has gone overall 11 and six in Chelsea games, but has hit in every away game for them. It's eight and oh. So it's going to definitely be a brave man who takes the under here, even at three goals. Um, but now that line move has taken effect. I don't need to worry about the goal line, Pete, because I'm all over Spurs here off a scratch. I mean, I know we're going to have a bit of a Mourinho and Lampard loving the master against the apprentice. You can just see Sky building it up yeah. now. But I, I don't see Spurs losing this game because I think they've got too much attacking threat to let Chelsea beat them, to be honest, because we all know Chelsea are still vulnerable at the back. And Mourinho, you know, he is still the master. Tactically, he'll make sure they don't lose this game. So off scratch, I think they're a great bet. Yeah, we'll wrap this up then. I I, I, I just, you know, I looked at uh, Aston Villa at home to Southampton. The only thing is I, I just... You know, Southampton away from home, you never know what you're going to get from them. And, and it, it, I don't know, you just can't trust a, a promoted side to, to, to pull that off. I also did, uh, well, I, I, I like Manchester United now that they're, they're uh, minus a half. And uh, the other one that did catch my eye was um, Sheffield United away at Brighton. But again, as you said, quite rightly, can you see Sheffield United winning? And, and I can't really. It's got to be Tottenham Hotspur off scratch. That's my only bet this week. And that's a good bet. Yeah, I'm following her in on that, Pete. Uh, a great move in our favour this afternoon to take Spurs off the scratch. And then uh, I'm going to go back to Carrow Road. I might as well get a season ticket there, mate. I'm yeah. going to have uh, the over two and three quarter goals in Norwich against Wolves. And you're still doing quite well. You're still doing very well, aren't you? I, I just couldn't get ahead last week. Yeah, we. Tr- I know I'm not too sure on your results. I know I treaded water, one winner, one loser, and one push. But yeah, uh, yeah we're doing all right. We're t- yeah. Turning a profit. Aren't we? Yeah, the, uh, the lights are still on in my mansion. Put it that way. <laughs> right. Um, well, we 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 we're, we're all go. All systems go. The next time you'll hear from us will be uh, Christmas Eve. And uh, good luck, everybody, over the weekend. Best of luck, everybody.